Hello, and welcome to the Digital Workspace Works podcast. I'm Ryan Purvis, your host, supported by our producer, Heather Bicknell. In this series, you'll hear stories and opinions from experts in the field, stories from the front lines, the problems they face and how they solve them, the areas they're focused on from technology, people and processes, to the approaches they took that will help you to get to the scripts for the Digital Workspace inner workings. Today. Yeah, Apple Fitness Plus. I know um, we've both been trying it out, so excited to see what you think of it. Well, why don't you go first? And yeah, I'll... and I yeah, I'll go first. Um, and I think a little bit of background uh, might be helpful. So I guess the first thing, obviously, about Fitness Plus, and probably most people listening to our podcast will know this already, but you you know, use it, you need to be locked into Apple's ecosystem. You need an Apple watch, which means you need an iPhone and it helps to have an, an iPad or an Apple TV. Otherwise you're stuck with your phone, um, watching the workouts, which I am because even though I have, we have an iPad, but it's on, it's related to my partner's Apple account. So I can't use fitness plus on our iPad unless I, you know, associated it with my Apple ID, which, I don't want to do. So I've been using my phone for it, which is kind of a bummer. So that's one negative for me. But um, I guess in general, you know, it's it's inexpensive if you have the Apple Watch, if you have the rest of the ecosystem, you know, it's only $10 a month or 80 bucks a year, which is, you know, as far as like fitness apps go is, is pretty inexpensive for what you get. Um, and I love the integrated nature of it, just the you know, pressing play, if you were watch, seeing the rings on the screen. Um, mm. I even like the burn bar. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. I'm not sure how accurate it is, but, you know, it's just another kind of thing to pay attention to, I guess, and motivate you during the workout. But I, I also, um, I use another app called iFit. I'm not sure if you've heard I've of that one. Never used it, though. Yeah, so when I got my rower, so I guess another thing is we built, like, this whole um, – you know, thanks to, you know, the pandemic, once again, we um, built our own home gym. Because, uh, you know, who knows? So um, I have a rower now, which is great. Uh, but that came with a free year of iFit. So I've been trying that out. And I feel like um, overall, I think Apple Fitness Plus is it's a great app, but I feel like the workout side of it, the exercise, the actual like, training part of it needs work. Um, but we can get into those details, but I just want to hear your overall impressions first. It's fairly similar, funny enough. So I, I have for a long time, uh, probably probably six years now, used some sort of mobile app to maintain my training. Um, and what does that mean? So I've used, there's an Adidas one, I think called Results, which I used for a couple of years. There was uh, another one similar to iFit, um, which I can't think of the name. Then there was the Fitbit version uh, as well, which I signed up for a period of time. So I've gone through a few of these. Um, and funny enough, I ended up with buying the old Beachbody Insanity hit workout. Someone we are, where I used to work, they, they were doing every every day. And um, I decided that actually it's a, it's a pretty good routine to do for just 30 minutes and, and whatever it is. So I've been doing that for the last year and a bit. Um, so when Apple Fitness Plus came out, um, I thought I'd give it a go. And that was sort of what I was comparing it against. I was sort of saying, well, 
if I'm doing the head workouts, oh, and don't forget, and also, sorry, a Peloton was the other one that I used for six months, um, which, and I'll explain that in a second. So I was comparing Apple Fitness Plus against Beachbody Insanity. Now, I've, I've ripped all my, my DVDs onto my iPad, so I watch it on my iPad when I'm doing that. And what I like about it is I can take it anywhere with me, wherever I am, and I can just whip out the workout and just do it. I don't need internet connectivity or anything like that. Um, now, during lockdown, we through Vitality, who's our health provider in the UK, um, we got six months of Peloton free. So we did a lot of the Peloton exercises. Now, I'd always, always thought the Peloton was about the bike, but actually they have that whole thing on yoga and all that kind of stuff. Um, so in fantasy, if you really want to compare them, I'd probably compare those two together. Um, now, what I found with the, the Peloton workouts, which I found the same with the Apple Fitness workouts, and it's kind of what you're saying, is they're not, to me, they're not tough enough. Um, which I, I know it sounds maybe arrogant or whatever, but you, you do them, but you don't like, if I do a beach body insanity at workout by 20 minutes, I'm dying and I'm, and I'm trying to like, just finish this thing. Whereas the Apple workouts, I kind of finished them and I'm going, yeah, I've got my heart rate up, but, but I don't feel like I was challenged like I was. And I don't know if that's because there's other information on the screen and that's sort of maybe slowing me up or speeding me down or whatever it is because when you do the beach body insanity you kind of just do it at your own speed um there'll be days where i do it hard and the days i do it soft now when i was doing the peloton ones i found the same thing there'll be days where i and i do work and i'll be like yeah okay this was just a nice workout i didn't really do anything there were days where like geez that was really tough um and they weren't refreshing the content as much but they had the same sort of gamification stuff so they had leaderboards and the um they call out your name while they're doing the workout and all that kind of stuff, which I thought was really cool, except that I, you know, I never did the live workouts. I always did the day after the workout. Mm -hmm. um, so from a, a, an application point of view, um, I found that that's, you know, that's my thought on the fitness stuff. But like you, I really like the, the integration with Apple products. Uh, I mean, the, that I can now, I, I think there are nuances, which I think are a bit of a pain. Like we've, we've only got one iPad here, which my wife can use, which is mine. If she doesn't does a workout, it picks up my watch, not her right. watch, um, which is irritating because then I have to go and delete the workout. Um, mm. So now, you know, now the obvious solution is go buy another iPod. How do they expect <laughs> that to work? I mean, because the the you can it's a family plan that you can get. You can share with up to five, but if you can't share the device, the screen, maybe Apple TV, you can have all those users, and that would be like the perfect way to use it. Well, I think I think this is a problem with iPads for forever, for from the whole lifetime. They've never been shareable devices. Um, so, like my my old iPad Mini is my book. I use that to read all my books on. Uh, and my wife's old iPad, she's given to my son. So she's iPad list, which I always say, you know, I always said if you want one, I'll get you one because you know I think they are the right technology for most people and to work. But before we flew out here, she said, no, it's fine. We'll do it you know, in the new year. Now she's saying, oh, geez, I wish I had an iPad. But I'm not going to buy it here because it's more expensive here. Um, so I think that is the obvious solution is you go get another device. Now, the, the iPads, the new ones, I mean, by, by comparison to other devices, they're not that expensive. They are expensive, but they, I think you get your return um, in a reasonable amount of time. Um, but what I find frustrating is what you're saying is that you can't just share the session with a watch. So why doesn't both of us want to do a workout? You know, right, one of you just has to do a general set the workout and not sink. Yeah, because Kirsten, before she got before she was badly pregnant, I say badly in the sense that she was done six or six months or whatever, was doing the Beachbody Insanities with me. 
she'll do the modified versions um, and she'll just skip certain exercises. But, uh, you know, why, why can't you with, a, with an iPad Pro, you know, or whatever the big ones are, um, the, the sort of uh, 12 inch, 13 inch, why could you not have two of you doing a workout together and have your watches in sync? And maybe it's just a case of a maturity of the, of the device coming. Because um, the other thing that bugs me, it when I, which, which is why I sort of like the way I've set up my, with my with Beach Building Sanity is that I can have the video going on my iPad, but I can be listening to a podcast on my phone while, there's, while the exercises are going. I just watch the screen and do the stuff. Um, every time I try and do it with my iPad and, and the Apple Fitness, keeps trying to steal the headphone connection so I get the audio. Um, and I find the, the train is pretty irritating. Um, so that also bugged me a bit because there's like 30 seconds of them waffling and I'm like, just get to the workout, you know, enough talking. You know, I've only got 30 minutes and you're wasting 30 seconds on my 30 minutes. Um, but that, yeah, generally, generally I'm impressed. I think it's bang for buck. I think it's going to compete with what's out there, but there's a long way to go to mature. Yeah. Um, I have a lot, a lot of thoughts based on what you just said, but um, one of my annoyances too is I have, I, if I could use my Mac, my laptop, you know, it would be okay, but it's not one of the devices that you can use Fitness Plus with. So I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Um, but, you know, I'm in a divided household, you know, Mac, Android, so, or, you know, iOS, Android. But with our iPad and the rower and the iFit, we can both use it. We both have an iFit account. We just, you know, flip which user is there with an iPad. It also integrates with our rower, which has magnetic resistance. So while you're doing the workout, it automatically is changing the resistance for you, which is super nice. Um, so I've gotten a little bit into rowing during this period. And the Apple ones are all, and I think this relates to the difficulty, are all over the place in terms of how they present the sport and what they tell you to look out for. So rowing, you're typically looking at your cadence and then your split time. Um, yeah. But they don't, there's no mention of, they don't have, none of the trainers have mentioned like speed versus power in any of these workouts. And when you're rowing, you know, if you're doing slow, long poles and putting out a lot of power, that's yeah. gonna like really hit your legs. But if you're just kind of like moving back and forth on the machine to hit that speed, you're not getting the same quality to work out, but they haven't explained that. So I think if you're an absolute beginner on rower, you need something else to be able to learn how to use the machine effectively. And I, yeah. Yeah. And as I say, I think that's where the Peloton bike really was the first one to do, to do this. I'm sure there's others that do it now as well, but that, that ability to, and I'm sure AI will get involved in this as well to sort of, maintain your workout using algorithms to drive up effort or, or drop it down based on what your biorhythms are saying or what your, you know, whatever they're measuring you for is, is the way of the future. Because to do 30 minutes of exercise, however long you do it, there's definitely an amount that you need to do for your body to, to, to break out of sweat and to start seeing some you know, fat loss and then muscle build and whatever it is. But if you also can, can tune the, the resistance at the right time, you know, so that when you when you're really struggling, it gives you a little bit back, so you you push through that last little bit. Or what makes it even harder is so you got to push a little bit harder and get over the hump, whatever that is. It, it might reduce your workouts, um, but it's doing it in, in a way that you don't have to control it. Because the frustration I have, and, and this I, I saw with the fitness, Apple Fitness this morning as well, is you search for you got to find the workouts. The workouts are very the nav whole navigation is a mess. Um, and you want to try and filter it like like I like a hit workout for, for 30 minutes. And I was looking for music, but then I 
I, because of the internet connectivity stuff where I am outside, I have to download the episode first, which also irritates me. Um, but now, only when you're downloading it do you notice that, oh, you need to have do, uh, dumbbells for this one. Mm-hmm. You know, no filtering option that says, you know, completely no, or whatever it is. So, so those sort of things I need to fix. And then also when you've downloaded the episode, um, and Peloton, I think, got this right, where you download it, you, you'd use it once, and it would take it off your device. And then you'd get the next one that was similar. So you always get that because they always refresh in these workouts and stuff, which is great because you you know they are they are fresh. But now I've got like sixty seven videos from from Fitness Plus on my iPad. I'm gonna delete them all manually. And the way to delete it's also not obvious. You gotta like click somewhere else. Click over here to download it, but now you gotta click up here to to remove it. And there's no way to go and select all and delete all. You know, those are little things which, for an Apple product, is actually quite disappointing because normally they think about that kind of stuff. Um, but, I, but I saw that with the podcast app as well. They kind of completely forgot about usability and it became this, this messy, um, this organized app. But that's why I you know, don't use it anymore, which is why I'll probably go with Apple Fitness too. just won't use it anymore. Yeah, I do wish there's a lot of filters I wish were there. You can't filter. There's no difficulty. I feel like I'm just whinging now, but there's no um, there's no difficulty filter, which is kind of like, you know, beginner, intermediate and advanced workouts. Not being able to um, have that is, is sort of basic or, you know, an intensity score or even um, letting people rate them um, based on, you know, was this a good workout or how hard was it or um, estimated calorie burn, any of the signs I think you normally look for to determine like how much effort is, am I going to have to put in to do this workout just aren't there. Like the titles aren't descriptive either. You know, it's hit with so-and-so trainer. It's not, you know, like lower body focus, you know, you can't in strength workouts too. You can't sort by, you know, I'm going to target my arms today or my, you know, my legs or whatever. Um, but they have a whole core section, which I haven't done any of those yet. Um, Let's see. I've tried. I, I, I took some notes. Um, I've tried the rowing hit uh, strength and then the mindful cool downs, which are fine. You know, it's nice to like have that integrated in to just, you know, kick off a minute of, you know, five minutes of stretching at the end, um, which I would normally do anyway. But now it's logged as activity, which I've noticed it also that gives me an extra like 40 to 50 calorie burn where I, I think if I hadn't logged it, I wouldn't be getting that exercise and movement. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, look, I mean, that, that stuff actually works really nicely. And it, does, and it does, it is appealing for the, I suppose, if you haven't if you haven't done anything else anywhere else, you wouldn't know what you're missing. And I think you're right about, you know, you want to know intensity. Um, so, for example, with the hit points, there's, there's, uh, there's three trainers, and I quite like the one trainer. I just like her sort of style. But I, but I know that they're not going to be physically demand, physically like as in building strength. They're, they're more, uh, you know, aerobic sort of exercises. Now, the, the thing that I liked about Beachbody Insanity is you've got basically two types. You've got the Tabatas and you've got the, the cardio ones. So you, you can do the cardio ones every so often, and then you can do the Tabatas like a strength and a power one, which the strength and power ones are really tough. Like, you you know, you're doing, you know, 100 push-ups in, in six minutes in different you know, maneuvers and stuff, which, which really taxes out your body. Um, you know, if I, if I had to do these fitness ones, I, I would be fitter, but I, I don't think I'd get the results that I'd be used to. That makes any sense. And I think that's where they need to fix the, fix it a bit. Um, no, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I think, look, I'm, sorry, and I like the yoga ones. Um, 
Yeah, I haven't tried their yoga yet. No, I just, I don't, um, I'm not really a big yoga to like music fan. So I haven't like that side of it doesn't appeal to me. I think Apple does have the advantage from a music perspective, but I also don't mind when the work, and I know you said you listen to other stuff anyway during the workouts, but um, I don't really mind when there's no music happening. Um, But I, I know you'd mentioned reaching out. I think another, we only have a few more minutes here to wrap this up. I know you'd mentioned reaching out to Apple on a few of these items and you felt like you were seeing changes in the app. Was there anything there that you wanted to comment on? Well, so, so the first time was me being, me being stupid. Um, so I, I expected when I, when I upgraded my, my uh, iPad to 14.3, that the fitness app would be installed automatically. Um, and it wasn't. So I used my phone the first time to do a workout and I hated that. I really, really felt that, uh, you know, going from an iPad down to a phone to the workout was really frustrating. Um, but then I, what did I call there's something else that I moaned about. Um, and I, and I do, I do moan about this stuff because it, you know, it's one of my important things every day to do. Um, but I did literally see an update the next day in the app that fixed it. So I do think that they are taking feedback seriously. Almost they put it out as good enough, not, not, as, not as a perfect app. Um, but then the same token, I, I sort of, I queried them about the download thing where you want to be able to delete it on the same button that you just downloaded it on. And they asked me to log a request on the requ- on the, on the new feature portal website and the fitness app not even there yet. So it does feel like it's been rushed out. Maybe it's been rushed out because of all these lockdowns and, and that to try and get in the market for that. But yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a work in progress for a while. Um, I don't know if you if you're on a one month trial or you got the extra three months because you because you Apple Watch. No, I have a Series Three, which is you know ancient in Apple Watch terms now. So I got the free month. So I have a note in my calendar to cancel it on a certain day. I'm kind of I haven't decided if I want to wait another month, see if they add more content, see if they you know if changes happen um, because. One of the really nice things I like about it as well is that you can look back in time and not just see, you know, I did a 30 minute strength workout on this day, but I can see exactly what work I did, which will be great if I could also track progression and look at other kind of, you know, get some other signals as well, because then you could see how your training improves. That was the thing I complained about. It, was, it wasn't very easy to see you actually done a workout. And then the next day there was an update and there was a little tick in the bottom right hand corner that appeared. That was that was the one thing because you know as you say you're going through these exercises now you you're like oh did I, did I do this one yesterday I can't remember and I really didn't like this one and it was, the only way I knew was I'd started again I was like oh no I really can't handle this guy no let me go back and find another workout yeah what about you did you do month to month did you get three months because you have a six yeah so when I signed up I got the well when I did the initial one month somewhere on the line that asked me do you want to Oh, when I, when I got back, cause I, I, that was the other problem I had is that my watch for some reason on my phone wouldn't connect, but connect straight away on my iPad. Um, and then when I got it to work with the watch on the phone, then I got and then it asked me, do you want to add the extra three months you get with your watch? So in theory, I have four months of, of using it. Hi. 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 I'd like to for you. <laughs> okay. Say hello. <laughs> I think this is good as a place as any to stop. Thanks, <laughs> 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 We'll get to chat to you. We'll chat uh, on Thursday. Yeah, talk to you then, Ryan.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Heather Bicknell is our producer and editor. Thank you, Heather, for your hard work on this episode. Please subscribe to the series and rate us on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Follow us on Twitter at the DWW Podcast. The show notes and transcripts will be available on the website, www.digitalworkspace.works. Please also visit our website, www.digitalworkspace.works, and subscribe to our newsletter. And lastly, if you found this episode useful, please share with your friends or colleagues.